0: Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Before we start, I have to... I don't even know if this is a story, but I have to tell you, (laughs) I'm driving back from the grocery store. Uh, Don't go to the grocery store on Sunday, by the way. Pro tip. Yes, absolutely. To my left, there is a a man in a a car. Well, no, hold on. I've already called it wrong. (laughs) I'm playing fast and loose with the word car. Okay. It was definitely vehicularly adjacent. Like, if it had an ingredient list, it would say, might contain automotive substance okay and uh but he's in there enjoying a fine Cuban cigar not a care in the world <laughs> there's a moral to the story I just don't know what it is <laughs> wow yeah that's how we're starting <laughs> <laughs> people of the world spice up your life welcome back <laughs> to fullest on the free podcast I'm Cyrus Mortizavi, I swear to god I'm not drunk I'm Kirkland <laughs> Washington with me, presumably also not drunk, from Austin, Texas, is Ariel Rodriguez.
1: I'm pretty sure I'm not drunk. Thank you for having me. <laughs> What's
0: the over-under on that?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty solidly <laughs> not drunk. Pretty solidly not drunk. Maybe drunk drunk by life and circumstances, but not alcohol, that's for sure.
0: Okay. Well, it's early December. At what point does everyone become like 25% eggnog? Is that like the 17th? <laughs> the 14th?
1: right yeah i guess it depends on when your job starts to like cool off a little bit maybe some people are when your job starts to take off a little bit (laughs) depending on uh in terms of like are you are you in service industry and you got a lot of people coming in you need to start hitting the nog or or are you taking off you know in terms of uh taking a break
0: (laughs) that's a good point they've been drunk since the 29th last (laughs) last month Are you guys not at the point where, you, where everyone's just like, "Yeah, we're done here until January 2nd?
1: <laughs> I mean, in my heart, I am. Uh, ah. But uh, the the particular uh, company that we work with a lot over my the company I work at uh, is like, "No, no, we're we're coming to visit you next week. We're we're all in until the very end." <laughs> so buckle in, pal. So that's great.
0: Christmas party? Do you have to do that shit?
1: Uh, I. There was an invite sent out. I promptly mashed the uh, unsubscribe button on that one. No thanks. That's great that it's an option, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for folks that want to do it, more power to you. Just uh, still have an unvaccinated <laughs> kid at home. Yeah. And we got another Greek letter to contend with, so I'm just going to hang back. I'm learning a lot about the Greek alphabet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the most Greek Greek letters I've seen since the math class in college. Right.
0: I, I, I wasn't in a fraternity in a college. So this has been illuminating. Although I do, yeah. Although I did I did study viruses. So this is ironic that I I've come full circle. <laughs> um, I'm go. not happy about it. <laughs> all right, let's uh let's talk TV because God knows there's a lot of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, first topic. Why did they wait to the same seven hour window to drop all the things?
1: I, I I don't get it. <laughs> As we just talked about, uh, most people are still not off for the holidays. <laughs> uh, so, where are you supposed? How are you supposed to find time to watch all this stuff? I, I don't know.
0: Don't know, and I don't. You want people to? These are monthly. <laughs> these are monthly services. <laughs> I don't understand the. I don't know. It's almost like they've recreated like the old television sweeps thing. Oh, that's good. In- Good view of it i don't yeah except i don't know why they would do that <laughs> yeah i mean yeah they don't sell advertising <laughs> they sell the product
1: yeah maybe it's something to do with like somehow like production schedules or something is there some kind of alignment on okay shows are kind of generally like you film around these periods of time and then post-production maybe on average is very similar for some of these shows and so they all kind of are ready, quote-unquote, at a certain amount of time, and then you have the business people being like, well, just go, go, go. Publish the darn thing. I don't know.
0: That makes a tremendous amount of sense. They could also already be off for the holidays. Perhaps we should consider that. (laughs) (laughs) Given how we just opened. Well, thank you for reminding me that He-Man Masters of the Universe Revelation uh, versus Sniper Part (laughs) 2... was dropping as I completely forgot about it. I-, I guess we're getting to part three.
1: I I I guess so. Great. Let's go. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, I thought it worked. Uh nice hmm. digestible five episodes too.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it'll piss off all the people that the first part pissed off. But uh maybe some of them would just stop watching by now and we can all just enjoy the things we enjoy.
0: I haven't heard anything about it for the most part on the socials. Good or bad. I'm, I think most people just haven't watched it yet.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, no, like we just said, there's there's a ton of stuff, so... Yeah. I, I just saw it that it was five episodes, and I was like, okay, that's easy.
0: Thought I'm trying to think of a character arc that wasn't satisfying. I, I've got none. So I'm going to yeah. call that mission mission accomplished. I, I, I think part two was actually a lot better than part one. I agree. I uh Yeah, I think they were, I think the structure was better.
1: They, kept they did a good testing. job turning
0: the characters into into the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really and the thing that actually really stood out and just blanked on it there for a second was how well they went they mined the lore.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Discussing the nature of, you know, that old acronym by the power of Greece called dot 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 dot. dot. Yeah. An examination of what that actually meant. So, S- sorceress's teenless mom. What do you think as a story choice?
1: Yeah. It, it does and i mean I, I guess it makes sense to make it all to give Tila, a more magical side that she needed to be able to access to move the story forward for, so from a plot machinations perspective it makes sense it seemed like wow you're really gonna keep this from her for how 20 plus years that her mom is like right there and she's been and I mean depends on how what do you count the old He Man cartoon in terms of how much time has passed, but it's like her mom has been right there and that no one slipped, no one said a word, no one's reacted differently. <laughs> I mean it was a kid's cartoon, so whatever, but you know, kind of moving forward into this this show. It's a little unbelievable, but I mean, I think the characters displayed an appropriate level of upset about it. Tila and Man at Arms and, and, and the Sorceress for that matter. But it, it yeah, it's a little maybe a little forced.
0: Yeah, they're act- they're asking us to accept a very big recon. Yeah. I think it worked. I like the direction for Tila to, to put her there. Um, she's not gonna follow dad, she's gonna follow mom. And I like the way that she changed it to no longer make that character almost kind of a pseudo victim. Yeah. yeah. That was nice thematically, too. Uh, Hamill just <laughs> had a blast as Skeletor, <laughs> and it came through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It almost seemed, I think his, his portrayal was, I think it was because they were trying to bridge you right from like the old cartoon to the to the current series in the first part, and he was a little hammy. I mean, I'm, Skeletor is hammy, but it, it just felt better in part two, in terms of... What Skeletor had to, to say and do, and then Hamill's portrayal, uh, you know, it, it, through that versus part one, where it was kind of like, all right, this is a little over the top, and until the very the twist at the very end of part one, it, or the revelation, or whatever you want to call it, the, the cliffhanger, um, I was kind of like, all right, I'm fine with this, but it's kind of like, all right, it's over the top, but not, but part two, I was like, yeah, this is this is great.
0: Part one was burdened by the fact that they really, I guess, to move the narrative forward the way they structured it, they really needed everyone to be really mad at each other. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, to fairly unreasonable circumstances. And then they just, they kind of acknowledge it and then they get back together to to take on Evil Inn, as it were.
1: Yeah. It almost felt like they were just tired of, like, all the characters are just tired of each other because they've been in the same time loop of, like, you know, fight each other get defeated, reboot, start the next episode for, you know, it's almost like they were doing it for 30 years or something before the story really started, and they just needed to shake it up.
0: They got a lot of fisting jokes in, too. <laughs>
1: I don't want to I want
0: to overlook that. <laughs> right. There's
1: a little <laughs> surprise.
0: <laughs> I mean, Kevin Smith is the executive producer. <laughs> the only surprise is they held off for seven episodes. <laughs> Or was it eight? I don't know, it was pretty late when they they brought him in, yeah. <laughs> but once that was open, that can worms everywhere, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was there for it, not uncomfortable in
1: the least. <laughs> what character wins the series? Character wins the series. Um, I don't know, I mean, Tila's great throughout, I think Tila really had a great story arc. Evil Lynn did two i think those two characters i think were maybe the most compelling in terms of this, their storyline and what they what they did and their effect on the whole series honestly i kind of like the way they what they did with he-man and adam i it, it was just i don't know more mature and i, I enjoyed it it was like what we kind of need out of masculinity in 2021 to some extent and uh i thought that was great.
0: The, the theme that his heroism came from his restraint just yeah, yeah. absolutely a complete 180 from where the character
1: was and yeah,
0: yeah I, I think billy really does tie into the zeitgeist of of the moment
1: yeah and they really that have a nice said, contrast with Savagey man right mm-hmm. and like how you have to channel it and you ha- you can't just you know use all your your raw access to to your your power all at once because you've become a you know, brain dead. You know, kind of monster almost. I thought that was good.
0: Yeah, a cautionary tale about power. Well, again, expanding. You know how this stuff worked. Yeah, which was just never really expounded upon because you know, back of the day it was they just it was all about selling the toys. For sure. Yeah, for me, it, it's evil there, 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 there was a lot there.
1: Yeah, that character is is a is a person now, <laughs> like. You could never have said that really before uh, like wow such a great job no wonder they hired Lena Headey to do that character <laughs> it's not just to bring a, a we know like, now uh, why she said yes a... exactly it's not just for the star power to bring that to the show like there was a lot for her to to work with there
0: yeah no she that she was excellent in the role and there was
1: yeah I just she had them I think me
0: far and away the most complete compelling arc uh, Tila's right behind her, but they kind of went with the "I'm just a- angry at everybody" thing for a little longer, probably more so than they needed to. But yeah, no, that's a great, great point about Adam himself. I hadn't even really considered it, what, how much they added to him because it was frankly a little more subtle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my list matches yours, I think. Evil Lynn, number one, Tila number two, and He Man probably the third, although a little more distant because. I mean, the show, that that was... I mean, he, he's he been the focus of the show for so long. It was just great to pivot that a little bit. But give him plenty to do, too.
0: If you were going to make an epi- a list, rather, of characters that just need... Of animated characters that just need to fucking get it over with it, where do Adam and Tila slot <laughs> oh, in there? Oh,
1: my God. Oh, I, I, I kind
0: of feel like it needs to be number one. <laughs> Maybe Bat and Cat, but... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> because at this point it's just getting really absurd, <laughs> <laughs> especially after the weird skeletal lap dance thing. That was oh yeah. that was icky. I can't condemn her. The gambit worked,
1: <laughs> as it were, but indeed
0: it did not work for me. It, my, my condolences to those who were involved in amity that stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've earned your eggnog. <laughs> so
0: yeah, somehow more uncomfortable than the fisting jokes. <laughs> Maybe that was the true revelation. <laughs> <laughs> is the machine? Is the motherboard? I can't remember. Is that from the
1: original thing? I I can't remember either. To be honest,
0: I I was a huge Masters of the Universe kid, but it just it kind of disappeared forever. So yeah, where it feels like Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are in a state of constant revival.
1: That's true. That's not true.
0: always for the for the best, but.
1: it is what it is yeah (laughs) I think Michael Bay is done with those right (sighs) done with Transformers
0: well I'm done with those Michael Bay Transformers (laughs) that's for damn sure (laughs) but it always seemed like Master of the Universe they were like yeah we should do that too and there would be some talks and then just nothing would come of it but I think now in the age of we have to have content they finally were like okay well we're going here I wonder how much, if any, Noel Stevenson's take on G-Raw will figure into it. Mm. Probably not much at all, which is a shame. I wouldn't be upset if they at least brought the same actors back for it,
1: though. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. They certainly set it up for all kinds of stuff, so hopefully we get some kind of confirmation.
0: It feels like something like they were like, we don't know if we have the cash, but if they give it to us, Let's plant a seed. It's pretty. It, it's a very satisfying conclusion if nothing happens. But yeah, if they if they if if they do get the, uh, the that sweet sweet Netflix money, part three and four seems like it's very much in um in the works. Do you have to change the name in this scenario though?
1: It's, it's Masters of the Universe Revelation right now, right? Right. So it'd be Masters Does of the
0: Universe Resurrections, I believe. Is the is, if we follow the Wachowski.
1: Oh, sure. Convention. sure. <laughs> we didn't get reloaded, or <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. I think it. it I don't know. It should it? It makes sense to change the subtitle, but will they, or will they just like go to part three and just keep the name the same because it's already kind of that's the how it slots into the interface and whatever. Like the, it's interesting what they do with um young justice i don't know if you've watched young justice uh animated series that kind of takes the justice league uh universe and does more interesting things from an a- it's an animated show but uh they just give each what's oh, the jla it's 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 the teen titans without the teen titan it's hard to describe it's like okay what if they took a more realistic approach to mentoring the junior heroes you know. Robin turning into Nightwing, Aqualad, uh, uh, you know, uh, Kid Flash, uh, who am I missing? Miss Martian. You took those characters, but they're actual teenagers growing up and they don't form their own team. They just bother their the adult heroes to like get them to put them on missions. But then stuff goes wrong and they end up gelling as their own team. And the adults are like, well, look, we'll give you missions, but they're not gonna be our missions. We're the Justice League and we got the big things. Don't don't go fighting Dark Side. But but then we're also like your kids. So we can't like just throw you out there. You're, you're children. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna so we'll send you on some slightly more covert, simpler missions, and then everything gets out of control and they get into a lot of trouble and they gotta go be heroes and whatever. And Superboys there too. Uh but then it, it the story they they t- they take it I think they take license with the characters and the younger iterations of them and go wherever they kind of want the story to go in, a. I think, in often more interesting ways than any other iteration of the, the DC canon. Um, the show's got four seasons. The uh, fourth one just started two months ago. Another one of those, you know, oh, content, raining content. And uh, they just subtitle each each season with a different theme. And the theme holds for that season. So like uh, last season was like outsiders. So a bunch of the teens decided to become um, more public facing and they're like, well, we're older. We've been doing this for a while. People should know that we exist. So we're going to call ourselves the outsiders. We're not part of the Justice League. We're not part of anybody else. And they've got, but they're more like the Teen Titans in that sense. But the the impact of that and they kind of weave a whole like 20 episode storyline that kind of comes out of that and but then it's over then outsiders is done and that was like the theme of the season I wonder if like masters of the universe could do something like that like if there's a theme you know subtitle it with the theme but then when the next season comes along change the subtitle like currently the new one for Young Justice is phantoms and it's like well what does that mean well you know a character died but did they die and what's dealing you know how are the other characters dealing with that and other people dealing with deaths that happened in previous seasons and the impact of that and people, you know, making decisions based on that, it's, uh, it's, an, it's a good way to, I think, break down a story where you can keep changing the title to make sure people know it's fresh but not make a whole new show.
0: It's always had oodles of characters because it was not it was a toy line. Yeah. So that, that definitely works as a construct if they want to take it that way. The Young Justice comic, I think, was just like a new generation of teen characters because the, the original Titans were now adults. And canon,
1: yeah, and they kind of they kind of take some of that idea too, like four seasons in the the young justice crew now they have even younger, like the ones that were young in season one are now young adults or adults. And some of them have joined the Justice League, and some of them have not. And some of them have decided to stay back and mentor the younger heroes, the the third wave, if you will. and then they they kind of all mix and go in their own directions. It's pretty well done. Um it's apparently pretty popular. i I enjoy it. But it's it it's different. Like it feels like they were given their own little world, and like, hey, just you can do whatever you want. It, I don't care. I'm not gonna restrict you from using. I don't know, freaking <sighs> bronze tiger because bronze tiger's getting a move. You know, you know, what I mean, like all the other DC stuff has this weird. It's a
0: very Warner Brothers approach to this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it works. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, if we're if we're gonna kill them from the, all the times, it doesn't. Like, it's I think important to like you know let them know when they did a good job, and it sounds like this is one of those cases.
1: Yeah, and that nothing's really sacred, you know, in terms of who's the parent of whom and, like, some of the stuff they keep to canon and some of the stuff they just... they do it their own way. That is an excellent
0: segue for the next two things I want to get into. Canon versus doing it our own way. As I was watching the first episode of Marvel Studios' Hawkeye, after having finished Netflix's Cowboy Bebop, I was thinking it was very interesting that they have one thing in common and that they are adaptations of things that are thought to be almost perfect and so now as we start to discuss these i'm starting from a place of is this watchman all over again was this an impossible task to take this thing and take it in a different way when it was kind of not broken at all to begin with we can start with whichever one you want to
1: delve into. Uh, which do, do I? Do they work? I guess it depends on your expectations and what you define success to be. Because I, I think maybe to start with Cowboy Bebop. Mostly because that's done. At least season one is done, and, and Hawkeye. You Good know, call. Still going. I just a, an episode or two in. I started to really wrestle with like, this is not the anime. It's not the. It's not the anime. It's just. It's not like. Some of the themes are the same. The music is the same composer, and that's great and that's awesome. They're really trying to get the vibe and the aesthetic down for something that came out in nineteen ninety eight in twenty twenty one. Which some of that stuff works, some of it doesn't. But it's it didn't feel like the anime, and the anime is one of the best anime of all time. Like at least in the West, everybody will agree on, on that topic. On that on that note, so. What am I, like, do I keep watching this? Like, what am I coming back to this for? And it's, it's, it's about going their own way. That That's what kept me going instead of giving up. You know, it was more like, I want to see what these creators decide that they want to do. Making a, almost like an alternate universe version of these characters. They keep the elements that some of that are the same. They change the things that they feel like they need to change in the context of 2021, <laughs> Netflix. Like other stuff that's come out, just the culture, the expectations. It's um, you know, it's not easy. And I think if I, I don't know what they what they were. I don't know what Netflix was hoping people were. I assume people they were assuming people they were going to recreate the anime, and that was going to be so cool, and that would get people to start it. But ultimately, that's it seems it seems impossible. So, just the anime is what it is, and it's it's going to live on forever that way as as what it was in that medium. So if you're bringing the medium to live action, what can you do? What can you do to make things fresh? And I think with characters like Julia on that show, damn, that's very we're fresh. Go- <laughs> we're going right to Julia. Okay. okay. Yeah, because, I mean, Julia was cool in her own way in the anime, but she was like a minor character. Like she motivated Spike, it's almost as if she were a memory and had an a episode or two where she was the focus at the end, but she's very much alive and doing things and they have to show that to you in the live action show. Like they just, they didn't recreate the way that the anime kind of indirectly references things, people's feelings, the way they communicate. It's just different. It's just written the way you would write a show in 2021. I think, well, let me build on that.
0: Yeah. Cause I didn't see this coming and I felt like I should have. Cowboy Bebop 25 vignettes. Super yeah. episodic, yes. Come what about twenty twenty one is narratively driven, and that's I didn't want. see that. Co- oh yeah, it was like it was. It was uh, to your point, it was it was built for today's structure, and that's where I think a lot of the changes come from. Was the need right. to like it's like now now Spike no Spike is fearless, and he's got yeah. this super. He didn't just work with vicious. They were they were buddies, and he was everything vicious wasn't yeah whereas in the past they were just kind of the same dude <laughs> yeah yeah whereas this just had a had a masochistic streak. spidey didn't have it was interesting yeah it, they they cherry-picked certain story elements it was almost like it was like they went like they came back around to episode four yeah yeah. which <laughs> was, which was fascinating to me yeah <laughs> Because I guess that it is one of the most famous sequences, but they, they but, but I think they like went as far as like nineteen. I don't remember when the weird French guy, guy shows up. Yeah, it's pretty but I feel like it's pretty one. Late. It's one, Yeah, it's one, it's one of the, the final ones before real was you know brings the whole thing to a conclusion. But yeah, they, the borrowed elements worked really well. I do like that Julia is now a character rather than a almost confessor figure for Spike. Yeah. At least for the moment, I I need to see what they do with it as we go into yeah. the inevitable season two. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the cast is lovely.
1: Yeah, I think all of them, at least the 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 main Bebop crew, like all those actors killed it. Like John Cho, great Mustafa Shakir as Jet, like he sounds just like him. I know it's scary. It's like, dude, <laughs> yeah. you like how much of that show of every Jet black line did you? imbibe like did you have it playing subliminally while you slept because like you you like that guy was Bushmaster in, in Luke Cage can you like yeah. you think about that like he just like molds himself into a role it's like insane
0: yeah and give, giving him a family was a nice a nice touch yep because in the, the original version um, Spike has gone to that church to to, to bail out Faye because she's, she's fucked up with the syndicate <laughs> right yeah she she's great um yeah I, I don't remember did she have did she have a fake mom they had a big
1: i think she had a fake dad or a fake like there was definitely a fake family member okay
0: okay it's, just, it's so been it so mom. long since i've watched it
1: yeah i mean the show makes the the show makes me want to go revisit the anime for sure and i think they kind of live now that i've kind of made my peace with it they live separ- They live in parallel with each other and i'm okay with that and like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy the live action kind of for what it is and not constantly trying to look to for it to live up to the anime. I, I just, it ain't going to be that. It's going to be its own thing. And that's fine. It's been long enough since the anime came out. In
0: terms of quality, I think it matches it, which yeah. is really high praise because it's, it, it's, it's a, it was, a I never, I didn't occur to me. I was so excited that they were making it. I didn't stop to ask, should they make this? <laughs> <laughs> because I, we had such a, we had a very bad up outcome with Ghost in the Shell in the same scenario a few years ago.
1: Fair enough, yes.
0: But the but Christopher Ghost and his team seems to have done a really good job with it. Yeah. Yeah. All the way down to hiding Edward until season 2. <laughs> yeah. Aaron immediately out on that character by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do not blame her. Yeah, it's it's a masterstroke. I I don't what I can not remember Beyond the vague notion that I Spike did not know Julia was alive and now they flipped it, right? Right. Julia didn't know Spike was alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell she went though in the in the cartoon.
1: She she was just in hiding. Like they just they just hid her away. Okay. and then Spike was just looking for her after a while. And I forget exactly which machination of the plot, like in the few vignette episodes where they kind of weave Spike's story in, in there. That he finds out, he goes and visits Annie, who's Anna in live action, who also was just like random store owner that knew he knew from his syndicate past. That, like no backstory. Now she has like stuff to do. Uh, another bold choice, I think, worked really well. And giving Gren more than like uh, in the anime, he had like two episodes and he was and it was over and it was weird. And Gren is a much cooler character, I think, in the live action. So she was just hiding, and then and then she comes across Faye, and Faye manages to bring Spike and Julia, kind of connect them, because they have that whole like they're both in the in the convertible, you know, Faye and Julia like fight, fighting off Syndicate people for a bit. So I think she was just just shoved her away, and had Spike just dream of her for twenty plus episodes, or whatever it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. He finds out about that she's she's still back pretty late. And I think the uh, the episode where we find out uh, Jets why Jets not a cop anymore, I think it's pretty much the same thing in the cartoon. But I think that's also pretty late in the cartoon run.
1: Yeah, I don't think he goes to jail in the in the anime. I think he mm-hmm. like he's betrayed or whatever, but he doesn't actually get jail time. And this one, you know, again, like the stakes are just different for yeah. for, for Jet, uh, and kind of interesting because like I think he's more accepting of Spike's past in the anime, and like despite everything that, you know, Jet's gone through in the live action, he's less forgiving of Spike's past in the live action version, which I think is again interesting, brings conflict, like all the whole crew is split up by the end of season one and it's just cool stuff. It's interesting to go plumb that. Does he always know in the anime? That was my recollection. I thought he did. I thought he okay. always knew. Yeah, yeah. Or at least assumed or, you know, was not uh, naive about where Spike lately came from.
0: Yeah, the 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 jet that we see in the anime, the jet in the live action show is is on a journey to become that character. He's not there yet though. Right, right. Which is better? I mean, if, if again if you're going to do a narrative arc like they've done, which given what what sells right now, that was the correct way to do it. Yeah, I I'm really impressed because it didn't occur to me that that would have to be a change they need to make, but they someone clearly saw that in I would say they made almost all the right choices. My one problem with this series is I really think that vicious is a horrible miscast. <laughs>
1: yeah I, I have I, I can't really disagree with you. It just didn't really work. and he became like cartoonish by the end. I just ugh.
0: I think he started there and it got worse. <laughs> Maybe.
1: I saw somebody saying he's like a, uh like a deranged Malfoy or something. <laughs> <laughs> from harry potter put into the into that's a pretty BMW. good description yeah
0: he's just Malfoy, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just doesn't work and i i wonder if they realized it didn't work and that's why yeah. That's why we have, part of the reason we have julia's heel turn mayhaps mayhaps <laughs> so we're along the line, they're like they just, they just closed chris's office door we need to talk <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> All right, let me in your word. What are you worried about? Uh, this the the the, the white hair guy? No. <laughs> Not working. No, he's just more an agent of chaos in the series.
1: Yeah. Surprise turn by John Noble. Didn't expect him behind the mask. Loved Heading it though. To... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm always here for John Noble, the disappointed asshole. <laughs> that is his corner. <laughs> <laughs> It, until he dies violently,
1: yeah, yeah, that's his other. That's, that's really his other.
0: <laughs> it does not end well for John Noble ever. <laughs> Maybe it did not Fringe. I can't remember. It's been a long, too long.
1: Uh it ended. It ended uh, well, I think, overall. Uh, for one, it, I mean, and again, middle was he played... bad. He, he yeah, Spock
0: lobotomized him. Not, yeah. not what you want.
1: Yeah. Well, then there's the other version of him. Which is maybe more classic John Noble, alternate that was kind of an asshole. That's said. a good
0: point, where he's the Secretary of Defense. You're absolutely right. That is, that is true. In a world where a new show didn't come out every seven minutes, I would totally revisit that show.
1: <laughs> I did last year in the pandemic, when the pandemic was really getting going. Uh, yeah, it's, it holds up. That's a great show. What is of doing these days? Uh, I read that she's going to do – man, nah, make, make me look it up. She's she's doing something new soon. She was so talented on that show. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. And I just
0: – it's I, I feel like I should see her in everything, and I, it just it didn't happen for her. I'm I trying to figure out why. Maybe she had kiddos. I don't know. Sometimes that's what happens, and they're just like – they're busy being mom.
1: Yeah. Looks like she's but on if... this new show called Fires. Never heard of it. Maybe it's in Australia. I think she's Australian.
0: Seems like MCU does something with her also, just because they oh. do something with everybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who, but <laughs> yeah.
1: it's a good segue to go into Hawkeye.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what, is it a, a triumph like the like a WB about 2.0? You think?
1: I mean, sorry. I reread. I reread the the Hawk fraction and Ahas, uh, Hawkeye run. Oh, uh, so good. It, Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do it with MCU Hawkeye. You just, you mm-hmm. can't. So it's can very much be, a comic book. Yeah. And like that Hawkeye is, <laughs> and tripped. I,
0: and I suspect a, a
1: future episode of comic stripped. <laughs> mayhaps, mayhaps. I don't know. We, have, we haven't, uh, my, uh, Joe, my wife really doesn't like Hawkeye as a character. So it's a tough, tough oh, that'll story. change.
0: That'll change in one issue. Fraction and <laughs> Nodges work. Is that good?
1: Yeah, it, it's great. Um, It'll take it'll take some doing, but maybe we'll cover it someday. <laughs> uh but like that's a different like that Hawkeye is single, sort of, <laughs> um and just in a different place than MCU Hawkeye is. So like a lot some of the trappings a
0: very different place. Yeah. But they tried to use the same story and tone, and yeah. I don't think it's working. It's This is yeah. the Clint Barton that we see in the ultimates. Yeah. The war weary guy who's just done with this shit. <laughs> yes. He's one. He's one episode away
1: from putting a bullseye on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so that part's that part's tough. I mean, I think episode three used that weariness more effectively. It's almost like they they needed a couple episodes to like see that. Almost like, hey, the 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 oh boy, this is bad. Uh, Hawkeye from the comic mm, doesn't really gel with you know current hawkeye has been dealing with or mcu hawkeye has been dealing with and like the just everything episode three just like really improved things in my opinion like the legacy of ronin is like more than just like oh random costume that kind of brings kate into the fold like no now the legacy with echo and everything is like really hitting hard like oh boy i don't know how they're gonna redeem hawkeye in this because he straight up killed your dad and they're in this There's really, unless they like retcon it later and be like, well, he he was slicing and dicing, and somebody else killed your dad while he was killing everybody else around him. I don't even then. I don't know. Like that's that's cheap, and I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll do it, but I think it's like, are they going to put Hawkeye 1.0 away and let Kate Bishop just take over completely when this is done? Because absolutely, that would be the smart thing to do.
0: I think we're seeing a lot of that in the MCU because unlike the comics, which somewhere like 75 years ago, they decided they were going to listen to overweight white guys and just keep bringing those characters back instead of retiring them. In the real world where people age and then die, (laughs) you cannot do that. (laughs) And so now we're seeing a a new generation of heroes taking up these mantles or at least filling their their roles by design. And I think... That's part of the reason Haley they went they went as young with Kate as they did. Um, speaking of changes from the comic, I like Kate Bishop more in the MCU than I do in her original take. What, that um, Alan, God damn his Heimberg, Alan Heinberg. yeah, um, was like ah, she's just wealthy, yeah,
1: <laughs> and she just around.
0: has it. Yeah, it, it, that was literally her deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, now she has like this backstory. She's like, no, she saw so a hot guy and she thought that was awesome and thought it was important to to you know, to be a to to do things because you you know she could, almost like Steve Rogers. Yeah. But she has this uh, old man Clint Barton that she's met, and yeah, I I just so far I'm I'm not I'm not loving it. Uh, the, the series is good, but that total shift I. It's not working for me. I mean, it is deliberately a choice. You can tell the tell Jeremy Renner to, to to lose twenty pounds immediately for this role. <laughs> I like, like they typically do with these poor Hollywood actors. Yeah, they're like, nah, just just show up. Well, you, you can play you can play your way into shape. <laughs> <laughs> We're going full James Harden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll get there by episode six. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you're done. It's 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 a, it's a solid effort. It's it's not a bad series certainly, and it it's got some hits. Uh, well, okay, so let's let's talk about the quote unquote surprise that they're just slapping us in the face with. <laughs> um, the the uh, owner of Fat Man Auto. Yeah, the dude and the Maya's boss and Uncle what's his and the uncle that we never seen. Uh, so let me ask the question this way: Do you think they bring D'Onofrio back?
1: Yes. Because the chuckle that I heard when he pinched young Maya's cheek in that one scene, it was just, it's freaking Vincent and real. Like, I just, and I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm perfectly willing to accept that I could be wrong, but like, it just seems too, the bits the, the and pieces seem too close to it being him that it, I just like, it's gotta be him. Like, that, that, whatever Marvel Television did before Feige took over. I think the one thing that they maybe are seeing is like, man, the casting was really good. <laughs> maybe we should, uh, you know, not throw away that the, the the casting if the actors are available and willing to come back and do it the MCU way, not the Marvel Television on Netflix and wherever else way. Then let's let's go do it. I I, I just yeah I really feel like it's him.
0: There's been a million rumors that Cox has been in talks to return as Matt Murdock. Yeah. And if you if you think there's any you know sense or logic or likelihood to that then certainly bringing uh bringing Vinnie back for uh the Kingpin it's right in that wheelhouse yeah i actually like those abc shows um they were bloated i think was was the, the, yeah and i, like also, I mean too. iron fist being well, notable yeah. exception that, that yeah. one that that was just i think a cash problem more than anything but but just jones 1 through 3 are excellent the bo- yeah. both punisher 1 is excellent punisher 2 is still pretty good
1: Blue Cage is yeah, great too. Yeah. And Daredevil was good. I enjoyed them. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. a shame that they didn't connect to everything else. They connected to each other, which was nice. Um, but like now that we're just it's a it's a different world now than it was back in whenever the hell that was, 2010, 2011 Like There were oblique references.
0: Yeah. yeah to the yeah. Battle of New York, for example, right?
1: Yeah. But they but, dropped they, they didn't like reinforce it as they went on. They they distanced themselves, if anything else.
0: What's integrated now? is a whole new level of integration yeah I, I think at the time it felt at least to me it felt very connected yeah but if yeah, you look sure. if you look at it now oh you know, then that marvel studios is now a streaming platform along with these billion dollar blockbusters yeah it's a whole new era
1: yeah and feige has creative control over it all now which he didn't have before and all that kind of good stuff so okay but i, I just yeah I, I feel like if they don't keep the if they don't say oh yeah daredevil seasons one through three are canon and mcu then they're throwing that away i think they they probably are recognizing like the casting was just amazing let's try to work with that if if we can so i I feel like it's got to be d'onofrio like the rumors are there and i i I heard that chuckle when he pinched her cheek and i'm like that sounds like vincent d'onofrio man it for sure has to be kingpin just who's gonna play him right they're just they're not even being subtle about
0: it if you've got any familiarity with the story And i think at this point yeah. we, the whole world kind of does yeah i didn't expect to see maya that was cool yeah and um different setup um than the comics but not too different very very similar as a matter of fact and it's just it's just the character she's being and played into fighting just instead of murdoch it's barton it was never going to be as good as the comic because the comic is so superlative. I mean it's it won multiple Eisners and deserved the yeah, hell out of yeah. all of them. Yeah. But that uh the the different the Barton being such a different version of that character is kind of crippling it. At, at least from being, you know, true greatness. It's it's not a it's not a bad series. I'm definitely I'm not, I'm not dropping it or anything like that. But uh, of the things we've discussed, I think it's far away the one I'm uh least enjoying.
1: It's definitely a thing of like they, they just they can't they can't that comic is a moment in time for any number of reasons and they just they're not gonna recreate it they just borrowed things they felt would would work but there's it's, yeah it's it's gotta be its own thing.
0: It's it would be it's almost like the Fight Club problem when they were trying to like how the hell do you try, how do you take that story and make it a a, a movie. They're just narrative devices that are not available to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not getting a pizza dog centric episode. That's for fuck's <laughs> yeah, sake, yeah. for fuck's sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Because you just can't. How they did yeah. in the comic is like was just absolutely masterful. And that that that's, we're not striking that tree with lightning twice. <laughs> I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they got a lot. Of, they got a lot of stuff to do. Like I feel like looking at it from the MCU perspective is like okay, well we got to set up a new Hawkeye. We got to set up entire criminal underworld for New York. <laughs> We got to kick off Echo, who's going to have her own show. Uh, we haven't even brought Yelena Belova into this, and she's presumably going to show up in the next three episodes because you don't drop the that teaser at the end of Black Widow to just like, she's got to kill Clint Barton. <laughs> uh, so we have three episodes to, to nail all of that stuff and set it up for the future. Maya's got to turn good. Yelena's got to show up. Kate's got to come into her own. Clint's got to wrestle with his legacy of Ronin. Kingpin's got to get set up. That's a lot of work.
0: <laughs> I
1: cannot, for, for the life
0: of me, pre-show sure remember why the hell Clint became Ronan in the comic books.
1: Because he died in a disassembly. That's true. And then they need. But to, I, but I couldn't back.
0: figure. I couldn't figure out why he's like. I, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reborn. So now I have to change my clothes. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Because Bendis was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if?" <laughs> okay.
0: I all right. So I'm not I'm not misremembering. They just just did it.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure. And he was like, I, I need to not be Clint Barton. Everybody thinks I'm dead, and that's useful to me, or something like that. And then it wasn't useful to him. After a while, he became Hawkeye again. <laughs> oh, that might actually
0: be the real answer.
1: Yeah, I think you, you couldn't see
0: his that. face. That was part of it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then Maya, of course, takes over the role. Right. Which I I, I think we're heading there with her now.
1: Presumably, or some version of that. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the legacy of Ronan.
0: Yeah. The other problem with not using D'Onofrio is how many people can actually play that role?
1: God, <laughs> Especially when you effectively defined it in live action. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Was uh, Daredevil and the Matt Murray and the Ben Affleck. Um... God, why am I blanking on his name?
0: The late Michael Clark Duncan?
1: Yeah, I think it was Michael Clark Duncan. He was he was pretty good, but like the menace like all those those movies, those early two thousands movies were just kind of the villains were always over the top and just they, it was a different it was a different era. Like there was a the everything he
0: one. was asked to do. What he was asked to yeah. do was bad.
1: Yeah. I'm sure if he was given the Vincent D'Onofrio like uh spec, uh he would have killed it too. Uh but yeah, so like that those are the two versions we've had in live action, I think. To my recollection, like it's that D- Danafio defined it for well, this current era. Your
0: your your brain is probably rejecting a memory of the trial of the Incredible Hulk. But oh my god, there have been
1: <laughs> there have been oh three kingpins. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna am I'm gonna continue to pretend that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> Do you need a lobotomy now? Oh. Second time it's come up in this episode. Take that, yeah,
1: take that that piece of my brain out. The furry Thor, like the fur cover up man.
0: It's stuff like that when I hear people complain about these movies. I want to punch them in the dick. (laughs) You have no idea.
1: (laughs) How about that Captain America? (laughs) With the Captain America 2 movie with the clear shield that was the windshield for his motorcycle. It's like whatever mcu cap has done to offend you trust me <laughs> you I don't think i've know. seen that one. Oh boy i rented that vhs once and never again when i was a kid. i've seen
0: that i've seen the one where he has the rubber ears oh yeah so that apparently too it. hard to cut too hard to cut holes in the mask <laughs> there, there's a fashion fail
1: yeah we're in a different world we're in a different world now yeah oh, Yeah. Hawkeye's got a lot to do in three more episodes I'm I wonder how it will feel when it's all said and done like are they gonna really do all accomplish all that are they gonna hint at it and like make it a Kate Bishop centric season two from and beyond or like are we gonna get another season of Hawkeye is it just a a people mover and plot mover for future films I don't know if Kate
0: can carry a series by herself
1: yeah If her mom, if they set up her mom as Madame Mask, and it's this like mom versus daughter thing where they don't even know they're fighting each other, and then they eventually do, and that twists things around, I think that could be a compelling short season of television. But are they gonna do that? Like, uh, how 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 far down the rabbit hole are they gonna go with this stuff? Pretty far,
0: I I I think is the answer. (laughs) (laughs) if the audience is there for it. But I, I think the only confirmed season two we have is Loki, right? Yeah, because the kids need Loki. <laughs> <laughs> they need them some Loki. So they give you all the Lokis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean Sam Wilson's going to be Captain America in Captain America Four, so I. Yeah, it seems like that's where his future is, and you know you got Wanda and Doctor Strange too, so. Yeah, makes you wonder where Hawkeye will leave things in terms of the future for Cape Bishop, at least.
0: How many of the Young Avengers are we missing at this point? Is it just
1: Hulkling? Hulkling.
0: And we have a secret invasion on the way, so...
1: Yep. That's where I thought he would show up.
0: I would be pretty surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. At this point, given where... Yeah. Because we, we've seen Patriot.
1: Yeah. Yep. We can speed Patriot. Uh, Hawkeye. Oh, Wiccan, uh, or, Iron Lad, oh, Iron Lad, yeah. But well, Iron Lads in
0: play because of Loki.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, a later edition after the Heimberg Run Miss America Chavez will be in Doctor Strange too, coming right along.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize that that was that was what was her thingy. Yeah. She's she's showing up in Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, because she's she's a one of her powers is she just kicks holes in the multiverse. So why not put her in a. Multiverse of madness.
0: Punching holes to the universes has never worked. I'm just <laughs> I
1: think, going to throw I think Marvel that out there is, as, as a critique <laughs> slash Marvel, advice. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't do it in anger. <laughs> that helps a lot, I think. Does it? <laughs> Marvel's always kept it like uh that, that aspect of that character light, I think. Uh kind of almost like uh not like next, not as as hard edge as next wave, but kind of that that vibe of like she can do it, doesn't do it often, but you know when when needed. And she's got super strength and a bunch of other stuff too, so I'm sure they'll find some way to make it work. And I wouldn't be surprised if Miss Marvel, uh, the also somehow works her way into a Young Avengers since they're gonna. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think they have huge plans for her. they would be crazy not to. Yeah. You know, I have no hope for this. I'm going to ask you, and maybe you won't know either. What has been the buzz on Eternals?
1: I, I don't know. It seems like it's doing well in the box office. I've seen that. Um, I don't think it's okay. gotten shang I, it, I know it. I know it
0: opened well, and then just fucking crickets.
1: Yeah. Open well, seems to be doing well internationally. Not allowed in certain countries because of... Uh, stupid uh laws in those countries about homosexual relationships in films and whatever so screw those places mm-hmm. uh but i think their censors have uh, disallowed it in certain certain markets uh but marvel stuck to their guns and was like no nah, we don't we don't care we're, we're doing it our way which is you know nice
0: we were one of those countries until not too long ago
1: and that's fair uh
0: <sighs> which is just kind of crazy to think about yeah
1: yeah <laughs> But I think it. I be mean, the original
0: Sailor Moon port. Remember what a disaster that was. Uh, oh my god!
1: But I, I, th- I think it was. I think it's like several hundred million dollars in global box office. So it can't possibly be a, a flop. But I don't know. Since I haven't watched it, I, and I'm like trying to like stay away from spoilers until whenever it shows up on rental or Disney Plus or whatever. Just I don't know.
0: Interesting. Is there a drop date for it?
1: Not yet. I'm hoping it's like a post-Christmas, like right before New Year's type of thing. The 45-day window math says it's something like that, but it was October for Shang-Chi, and they were like, nah, November, because it's Disney Plus Day, and we don't care. So I don't know what Disney will do.
0: Yeah, I don't either, actually. They tend to dull stuff out, except for Disney Plus Day, when they do just... <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even mentioned this eight hours Beatles
1: documentary. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's really good. That's what I hear. I haven't yeah. cracked that open. Yeah,
0: no, I, it'll be a bit for me, too. I, I began a series that is known as The Wheel of Time. Oh, so. right. I haven't even started <laughs> that either. And that's yeah. the whole other thing. But we can revisit that when it, uh, when you have a watch, what is next on your plate? Like, like what, what at this rich buffet? Where are you going next? Man, I mean,
1: it all depends. Okay, it's the fifth, we're recording this on the fifth of December. There's 12 days until Witcher season two. Um, uh, that's, that's that's not that many days, <laughs> so that's a mission critical one. Okay, good that's, to know. Yeah, that's, 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 good. That's, that's definitely part of the answer. Me. Uh, December 10th is expanse season 6 the final season of the expanse. Oh, okay. And that's a big one for me too.
0: So for some I got, reason, I thought that it already I, dropped.
1: They, they've been pushing it really hard all of a sudden, but it doesn't drop for another 5 days, but that's not a lot of days either. Uh and I have a kid, so I think I'll end up crashing against the shores pretty hard of expanse season 6 as soon as it airs and then just, you know, get some Hawkeye and some Expanse because I think they do like two or three episodes they, they pop on Amazon and then they do week to week for that um, so I'll probably just get over that hump and then before you know it like Witcher Season 2 just shows up and I, I was wanting to catch some Wheel of Time but I don't, I don't know I really don't know if I'll be able to uh, before the holidays anyway
0: I think it's doing well so I don't think there's any real hurry Okay. Good. in regards to like they'll just pull up this I don't, I don't think it'll Jupiter's legacy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry Mark but it. no
0: one liked that yeah. show
1: <laughs> yeah oh, the, the freaking Matrix 4 shows up on the 22nd on HBO Max so yeah, like it's just one thing after the other like it'll be 2022 before I feel like I'll clear my head which is great in a sense I mean there's no shortage of good stuff to watch Except when there is,
0: because they drop these things all the same damn time. Yeah, January. I, 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 I think I'm just I'm just frustrated because there were there were points in this year where I was like, I don't know, why do I have all these streaming services again? And that's a fail on their part. They need to yeah. figure this shit out a little bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I get. I, I it's the furthest out so of the immediate docket. So I guess that's why it doesn't rehire really But for me, it's probably it would be Cobra Kai.
1: Oh yes, yeah, Cobra Kai on the thirty-first, right? Yeah,
0: but since it's the end of the month, I think I'm with you. I, I the the Witcher looms large. I am very excited for that. Yeah, which is weird. The first series is not that good. <laughs> I just but somehow I, I just, just... kind of liked it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I think now that the principles are all together, I could see it getting really good in a hurry. I just decided the bard guy is back.
1: Hopefully, we'll get some some good some choice tracks from from gear this this season. <laughs> He's, is he canonical yes they call him so the Polish translation is a little weird like in the video games uh, Joe plays plays has played some of the video games uh, and in the, the translation in the book they translate his name which is Jaskier which, like that's how you'd say it in Polish but it's it's the buttercup flower is what a Yaskier really is but they they translate that to dandelion in English in the original so he's like dandelion in the games in the books but that's not like what his real name is it's just like a translation of I see his name so but yeah he's, he's canonical and he's he's just as he gives Gerald just as much shit if not more in the books than he does in the show so it's great
0: <laughs> so you're not reading Hawkeye for the next episode of comic strip what are you guys reading
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, you know so we, we we're reading Department of Truth which is uh, James Tinian the Fourth over an image, yeah. That one, that's that's a that's a hard read because it's like all about like, it was I think it started coming out in nineteen, but it it, it really got a lot of issues out in twenty twenty, and it's like it's just all about propaganda and and you know the well, conspiracy <laughs> theories and stuff. It's it's like to me it's almost as hard to read as Fell in some spots mm. uh it's got that kind of vibe with a different storyline and what have you but it's it's like whoa okay um but it, it, you know compelling in its own way so we're, we're reading that and we're reading um black magic by greg rucka because uh we like us some greg rucka <laughs> we'll try something new there so.
0: why am i thinking he wrote books of magic
1: that's somebody else then did he oh uh uh what's his name why am i Neil Gaiman wrote the original, like the books of magic, like the the singular story, and then there was another books of magic I'm, after that.
0: Now, remembering, I think the Sandman comes up this year too.
1: Oh no! What you killing me this year?
0: I don't know. There's there's there's, <laughs> there's a, there was a
1: trailer on Netflix for it. I feel like February two is like gonna rack up a bunch of stuff because I think that's like Umbrella Academy and maybe that's Sandman as well. Oh no. <laughs> Seriously, spread the shit out, guys. <laughs> Just yeah, like put some stuff in January, put some stuff in August and July. <laughs> like spread it out, spread it out. Turns out you can stream anytime, any place. You don't have to be on vacation to to stream to do things.
0: We haven't we didn't how interesting that we didn't even mention the book of Bubba Fett.
1: Oh dang. Yeah, that too. Because I don't think the, the 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 social media and the the hype, hype train has has gotten off, out of the tracks off off the station yet for that one. But I feel it, it like will.
0: it has. I just I'm really? not that I'm not that sauced for it. That's this this series is like uh, should have happened ten years ago if they were gonna do it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Timu is also following the James Harden play uh, your way into shape as far as I can tell. <laughs> and I think that's part of the reason I'm struggling with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'll be there for that too. Dang. I, compl- I don't know
0: yeah, why I blanked on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Well, I, I just don't think it sounds quite as interesting as some of the other stuff I mentioned. But, uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll revisit that in six days when we've watched four and more shows. <laughs> <laughs> or died trying. Yeah. On that note, you have been listening to Full Sun and Fury Podcast. I've been Cyrus Mordazavi of Kirkland, Washington. My eyes are very, very thirsty. With me from Austin, Texas is the inevitable ariel rodriguez
1: (laughs) thanks again for having me it's been a pleasure as always
0: this episode of full of sun and fury podcast is available at full of sun and fury podcast.com or via subscription to basically any uh podcatcher of your choice this has been a great source studios production copyright 2021